This is Jerry Mason, the Kicking Lawyer, and I'm inviting everyone to join us every Tuesday at 5 p.m. on the Kicking Lawyer fan page on Facebook for Law Talk Live, where we discuss business, politics, current events, and the law. If you miss the live version, you can watch the playback on YouTube or listen on your favorite podcast platform. Jerry Mason, the Kicking Lawyer. We're live for another Law Talk. I thank you guys for taking time out of your day to listen to us run our mouths. Uh, don't forget, as always, to like, follow, and subscribe to the content. We're on all social media platforms, YouTube, TikTok, Spotify, uh, Facebook, whatever Chinese social media platform is communist. We're on all of that. And then uh, <laughs> follow us on TikTok. Uh, y'all can watch the TikToks. Josh likes to do all those TikTok dances. It's good times. All the dances. N.A. The band has the album Inside My Head Out. They're performing June 9th in Humboldt. You can go to their site and buy tickets. Uh, that The album's available for free, so they're local guys, and we're encouraging you guys to support them. Michelle Allen is a longtime sponsor of the show. She's your go-to in the area if you're buying, selling, renting, leasing real estate, and she's just genuinely a nice person. Uh, High Octane Martial Arts has been open since 93, so we're celebrating 30 years in business. If you want to create your own kicking lawyer, just visit masonsmartialarts.com, and we'd be glad to get them ready to go. Uh, the Cellar Restaurant Prohibition Bar is located uh, right here in Covington on the Square. Second location is opening by August 1st in Somerville, Tennessee. I will be there this afternoon for trivia. There's always events going on, a lot of fun, good food, good drinks. Come check us out. And uh, Masonite Digital Marketing will help you with your online presence, your brand, uh, your uh, social media, your website, whatever kind of stuff you need like that. Just visit Masonitemarketing.com. And last but not least, remember that the Covington Comic Con will return to the Covington Civic Center on August 12th and 13th. You can meet Budget Batman and all his friends. You'll be seeing Budget Batman around town soon. It'll be a lot of fun. So joining me today on the show as my guests are Tristan and Jacqueline Dockery. They're not a couple. They're mama and son. And they're, they're from uh, Sign Prints, right? Is that yes. right? Which is a new business here in Covington. So glad to have you guys. Um, why don't you start by telling us like who you are, what your business is, how you got into that, all that stuff. Okay. Um, my name's Jackie. Um, I actually got started doing this probably about 15 years ago with my father-in-law. He mm -hmm. had sign prints in Mumford. Okay. Um, he established the business in 1993. He took me in. I didn't know anything about any of That's it. That's 30 years, too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Telling my age. But uh, anyway, he took me in. Um, he taught me, put me under his wing. He taught me. There was another girl that worked um, with him. She ran his shop at that time. Um, she taught me a lot. Um, so we do graphic designings, we do signs, we do t-shirts, we do decals, um, letter vehicles, partial wraps, you name it, we do it. Um, but that's how I got into it, and he finally retired this past December, um, and me and my husband took over in January. So why from Munford to here? Um, because when he retired, he was like going to be out of it. So he sold his building in Munford. Well, he decided he wasn't going to get out of it, so he had a shop behind his house. He worked there for two years, and then he's like, okay, I'm done. And I didn't want to work in his shop. I wanted a storefront, be out there, more business, give us more room to produce more, grow, expand, you know, do things. It's hard to do in a little room. Yeah, yeah. And then how did you get in with it? I mean, obviously family, but. Well, yeah. yeah. It, uh, <laughs> it started a lot, like when I was in high school, mm -hmm. on the summers, you know, I'd go 
help out with it, whatever. And then my grandfather, he, he would always be doing something, whether it was Monday through Friday or Saturday, Sunday. So if I come on there on Saturday, he would need help with something, so I'd help him. But um, now, since, you know, full-time I do something else, I just help when I can. Yeah, yeah. Well, I noticed you're firefighting, too, with uh, Guilt Edge. So you know Brandon Fletcher that was on a week or two ago, a couple weeks ago. Yes, sir. Yeah. So he's a nice on here. Is he nice in real life? <laughs> I guess it depends on what day you catch me. Oh, yeah, that's really true for all of us, right? Cool. So uh, I want to ask you on the T-shirts. So I've had this uh, – I'm looking for somebody to help me as a supplier on this idea. So up till recently, I had used Gary McLilly for most of our T-shirts, but Gary's not doing T-shirts anymore. I even just went and tried to buy his T-shirt stuff because I'm trying to open beside her a book and record, beside you guys too, hey. book and record store. And in the back, I'm, I, I wasn't going to make shirts to um, mass produce. I was just trying to make them for all these businesses I have because it was going to save me money, you know, if I'm doing them myself. And it was going to be just sublimation. Right. The problem I saw with sublimation, though, is it's got to be polyester fabric. Um, you can't do dark shirts. Uh, it, and then even then, sometimes it, the screen is, is kind of a distressed look, I mean, which is okay. But anyway, it's just some limitations that I didn't like. But what you guys could help with maybe is what I'm looking for is somebody that can do a high-quality shirt, like uh, maybe even – this is like one of those soft ones, but, you know, maybe even a better quality than this. My idea was kind of like the old – do you remember the old Affliction shirts? <laughs> When the fighting got big and we used to make fun of the affliction. It's not going to look like that. I'm just talking about that kind of shirt, right? No, I'm not. I used to. Crosses and beads. I used to. No, I used to. So just so you know, I was a real MMA fighter, right? And me and all my MMA fighter guys, we'd make fun of anybody that wore that stuff. They were always wannabes, we said. And they would have the crosses on their butt and the. But anyway, I digress. My point was. I had this idea to do uh, real unique, really kind of lawyer-inspired shirts that were higher quality for lawyers. So T-shirts, but they have sayings that like only a lawyer would get. Like it would go, shh, and then say Ernesto Miranda, 1966, you know, which I thought was cool. Like little stuff like that. Or go ahead and call the cops. So I've played with a few myself, um, but I'm looking for somebody to do that. And then I want to put like the Kickin' Lawyer logo um, on the sleeve, like it's the brand, you know, like small, maybe a tag or something. Anyway, is that something you guys could facilitate? Sure could. Nice. Well, we need to talk more after this thing because I'm okay. serious about it. Uh, I, I think I could sell them, but I'd like to not have to keep stock. And it'd be great if we did something where whether it was a drop ship or just, I, I don't know, we'll talk about it. Okay. What kind of T-shirts then do you do? Is it screen printing? Is it sublimation? Is What is it? No, um, we do actually two different types. So we mm-hmm. have the heat transfer print, full digital print, so we can go full color. And I also use like FlexCut. Um, it's a different type of heat transfer. Um, with it, you have to layer if you want to use multiple colors. Um, so that's only good if you're doing like one color. So um, the full digital print would be your best bet for like your logo. Uh-huh. And how long does that usually last quality-wise? Um, I mean, really depend on how much you wash clothes. Okay. <laughs> um, it's, I've, I like, this is what I've got on. This is something that we've uh-huh. done. I actually made mine. Um, I've had some of my shirts for six, seven years and mm-hmm. they're still going. They've actually got holes before that war. So, hmm. yeah, well, that was my thing is cause you know, screening is cool, but it'll eventually crack the yeah. more you use it. And the sublimation I like because it dyes the material. But isn't the sublimation also kind of faded looking? Yeah, it's, that's why I, I call it distressed. It's already kind of a distressed look. but uh, And you're uh, limited. Yeah, it, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be a light color shirt. And I, I like to wear darker color shirts usually. Me too. Uh, anyway, cool, cool. So on the signs, um, like is it any kind of signs? You do banners outside, inside? like. Yeah, 
We do all that. We do banners. We do uh, face panels. We're eventually going to get another bucket truck. His father had sold it when we took over the business. Um, but we do have a couple people that we work with outside that we can call if somebody needs something installed. Um, Billboards? Um, no. No? But I do got a guy that does that. <laughs> I got a couple of those. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do. Most of my billboards are through Lamar, mm -hmm. and they'll do the installation and stuff with it. Yeah. But uh, in the private market, like there's a there's one that our mayor owns, the strip on 51 as you come into town jan owns all, all those the ones that all got the ones that got destroyed tornado. yeah <laughs> anyway i have to pay and find somebody to put those up when they're out there so i was just curious what about exterior like you probably don't do those like exterior big signs like on buildings um we will when we get our bucket truck i okay. mean we as of right now i can order the whole sign and get it done for you i just have to use somebody else to get it put up well we need to talk about this too okay because the mason's high octane martial arts that i was just talking about we just relocated to our biggest location okay. um here in town and it doesn't have a, a sign on top of the building yet so I'm interested in getting a quote on the exterior sign. And I'm fine with, like, if you guys get it in, I'll get somebody else to put it up. Okay. I, I just need just to get. the barbecue place next door, though? Yeah. That's an outside sign on your building? It is. It's just not lit. I'm thinking I want a lit one, yeah. Lit. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. But you can get those, though. You yes, know how to get them. Yes, I can. Them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just going to give you all this business. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. I am not complaining. That's good. I think people <laughs> underestimate the value of the kind of stuff that you guys do. Yeah. Like, I've done it for years now. Like, I'll throw this Kick and Lawyer logo on all kinds of stuff. We got hot sauce and cups and uh, chips, or what do you call them now? Uh, my, my nickels, my wooden nickels. And anyway, I'll put it on whatever. And, it, you know, brand recognition is important, mm -hmm. and that's one of the ways to do it. I would recommend if a business is in the county, I had this idea. I just honestly hadn't had time to facilitate it, and y'all might be able to help. Um, is to make vinyl signs kind of like they do uh, around election time. Mm -hmm. Did y'all make those too? Like if you made oh, yard yeah. signs? Yeah. Okay. So to make those, but make them for a business. And, and then somehow have some incentive to the customer if they put a yard sign in their yard. Now, the cities often have ordinances against that. But in the county, usually you can do that. You can just put the signs out. And it's like a ready-made billboard in somebody's yard. Mm -hmm. um, another good way to do it. Yeah, you get like maybe 10% off at the seller if you have a yeah. seller billboard in your yard. If you prove you have a seller sign yeah. in your yeah. yard. Something That's like that. a good that. idea. Yeah. yeah. So how long have you been on the square now? Um, we Our first day open was March 2nd. So not so how's business been we, since you've been up there? Oh my gosh, it's been amazingly Good. busy. Um, we've got so much work. I haven't advertised yet. I hadn't even got a chance to join the chamber, which yeah. I'm going to do. Um, yeah. But it has been just being on the square itself has brought so much business. Good. I didn't expect it. That's a good problem to have, though. It is. It's a wonderful um, problem, and the community's been so wonderful, so welcoming to us. Um, we were kind of debating on coming to Covington or staying in South Tipton County. But I think we made the right choice. Everybody's been wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, well, Covington's like a, it's a small town, but it's I think it's a very welcoming, open town. They, yeah. they like when you come. Yeah. And how long have you been here, Tristan, the whole time? The whole time y'all been working together? Uh, how long have I been in Tipton County? No, I mean like working at the place up here. Since y'all have opened up, you've been working there regular? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say too regular. I'd say two or three days a week, depending. I work two days on and four days off, so. Are you full-time? Uh, yes, I'm full-time at Piperton Fire Department. Oh, okay, cool. So you do also do the guilty. Well, you're one of them kind of like he didn't mention your name. But when I had Brandon on, he was talking about how you'll get guys like you that are full-time. And it's great having them that are trained to come with Guilt Edge. But a lot of times you lose them because they're they're full-time and they're not wanting to do, you know, the local volunteer stuff. Yeah, like when I joined Guilt Edge, I was just a volunteer. Mm -hmm. And then 
I progressed, got my certifications, and then became full time. Mm-hmm. But I've still been there for March will be three years. Okay, as a full time firefighter. Uh, three t- three years in uh, Guilt Edge. Okay, and, and then full time it'll be. Uh, I believe this July will be a year full time. Okay, cool. So you've already been to the academy and everything. Uh, yes. Yeah. Where does where is the state academy? Uh, so the state academy is in Bell Buckle, Tennessee. Uh-huh. I specifically didn't go through that academy. Uh, the state of Tennessee has it to where you can, as long as you have certified instructors and everything's documented and you can pass your practicals and yeah, tests, yeah. you can get it done in house somewhere. Oh, great. Well, that's good too. I was a cop, and as a cop, you had to go to one of the. You didn't have to go to the state academy, but you had to go to a police academy. Right. They required that, uh, and then there was always a battle over which one was the best, you know, that you went to, (laughs) so silly. Well, I'll ask you a question then on a side note here with firefighting, since you've been doing it. So I wasn't a firefighter, right? Like, I always just made fun of y'all. No offense, (laughs) but I had to because y'all are the good guys, right? Y'all wear the white hats, and the cops always show up when nobody wants them. And so we always made fun of you because you have clean cars and stuff, you know, because you got all that time. (laughs) But anyway, on the side note, so what I was going to say is, I would struggle with the firefighting. You know, the firefighting thing I get, but I would guess that most of your calls are probably medical now. Is that probably right? Yes, I would say uh, in average with within all of West Tennessee, I could say that 80% or above of most fire departments um, are medical calls, except for um, I actually was employed by a fire department that did not run any medical at all. Oh, really? Yes, Haywood County does not run any medical through their fire department. I didn't know that. I thought almost all of them were now. They pretty much all are. I think that's the only one in West Tennessee that does not run medical. Huh. And well, this Haywood, so what, there's an ambulance service that runs there? Yes, sir. They do have a county ambulance. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I can't, do they have a hospital? I can't even remember if Haywood's got its own little community hospital. They just reopened it back up. It's gradually expanding again. Yeah. But when it first opened up, it was like clinic-wise. Uh-huh. So do you like doing the medical stuff? or I'm just curious that when you got into firefighting, was it a little kid that I want to be a firefighter to fight fires, and then you all of a sudden you're just doing medical, or what was the deal? Yeah, so actually uh, in the beginning I wanted to do law enforcement. I was mm-hmm. actually getting my degree in criminal justice, but I wasn't 21 yet. Like right now I'm only 21. But, really? <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. So at the time I wasn't even 21, so I couldn't get a job in law enforcement. So I wanted to find something else, so I ended up volunteering, and then I was like, oh, man, we got to do this medical gig, right? Well, then when you – get into the medical and it's most of your calls and you realize I can really help people doing the medical aspect, you start to really enjoy it. You don't think you will, but you really do. Yeah. I enjoyed locking people up too, though. (laughs) (laughs) My friend Dave is a lawyer and he said, yeah, Jerry Mason, I was an equal opportunity right violator that I just violated everybody's rights. It didn't matter. (laughs) That's not true as a joke. Uh, well, good. Well, I appreciate you doing that, man. It's a very, I think, it, all jokes aside, firefighting, law enforcement, EMS, all that are, are very honorable, noble careers, similar to uh, serving the country in the military, you know. we got to have them. you got to have people do them. It's a hard job, too. You'll see a lot of stuff that other people never could never imagine. Yeah. Yeah, especially being young. I didn't realize you were that young. So oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't look ancient, but you look older than 21. <laughs> Yeah, actually, um, part-time I work at Tiffin Rosemark Academy, okay. like watching kids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I get all the time little kids be like, uh, Mr. Tristan, aren't you like 35 or 40? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I was confused when y'all came in. He's always been an old soul. That's yeah. what I call him, an old soul. He was pretty much an only child, so there wasn't a lot of young ones around him. He was always around adults, and okay. I think that's carried with him. So you said you work two on, three off. Two is that how it works? Oh, uh, we work forty-eight hours on, two days, and then mm-hmm. off for ninety-six or four days. 
It's cool. Well, then you could almost do another job then, having that kind of time off. That's nice. Huh. And it, you said Piperton. It, it, how many uh, firefighters do they have now? Um, so currently we run three shifts. So we have nine full-time plus the chief is full-time. Okay. So we have 10 total full-time. Yeah, I wasn't familiar with their fire department. I knew some of the cops back back in the day and have still dealt with some of them now as a, as a lawyer. Uh, well, that's interesting. And so what made you want to do that? You said initially you want to be a cop. Did you never as little want to be a firefighter? It was always be a cop. No, I never for a second because my grandfather was in law enforcement. Mm -hmm. And so I was always wanting to go in law enforcement. And then <laughs> I finally changed it. Hmm. So what did you do? Did you always help um, your dad or did you do anything else before you were doing the sign prints? Um, he's actually my father-in-law. Yeah, I I'm did. sorry, father-in-law. That's okay. Um, I did have another job working out of Bartlett where I did graphic designing. Oh, um, so it's the same wheelhouse then? Yeah, pretty much. It's always been graphic designing. I did have a few odds and end jobs when I was younger, you know, waiting tables and working here and there. Um, mm -hmm. but I worked like working for yourself? Oh, Yes and no. You can't call in <laughs> sick. I mean, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it doesn't matter what's going on. You got to be there. It's uh, it's nice. Sometimes I miss being able to just punch the clock and not have to worry about the stress at the end of the day. It's not my problem. Go home. Can't do that now. No. But uh, it's it's interesting. It's changed. Um, it's changed the way I think. It's changed me. I think as a person, a um, lot more responsibility. But. Uh, I enjoy it. I'd rather be making me money than somebody else. Yeah, yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Well, what do you think has been your biggest lesson on now running your own business? Some, I ask this a lot of entrepreneurs. Um, like when you thought you were going to do a business, how it was going to be, and then something that was a surprise to you that you just didn't anticipate, good or bad, when, when you run your own business? Uh, well... I guess maybe just not listening to people I should have. I always thinking I knew what I was going to do. I knew how to do it. If it was mine, I'd do it this way. Yeah. Um, now looking back at it, maybe I should have listened a little bit more and took a little more advice. Um, so that was a lesson learned to me. So anytime I see another business owner that's pretty successful, instead of just being like, oh, judging it, I listen and I absorb it and take something away from it that maybe I can take to my business. Mm -hmm. um, but that's... Uh, That'd probably be it. Yeah. Well, that's a good ob observation. I think people make that in different job. no matter if you're you're working for yourself or not. Like, I remember when I was a deputy, uh, as a patrol deputy, we used to, uh, you know, we would talk smack sometimes about your supervisors, about, <laughs> oh, I'd rather make us do this and do that, and then we'll give me this day off. And the But then I became one. I eventually became a sergeant. And then I had to handle payroll and balance the schedule and make sure the shifts were covered. And then I started to realize, oh, it wasn't that these guys were not wanting to let us off or pay us or whatever it was. It's that they had a different perspective because they they looked at it differently now. They had different right. responsibilities. So I always try to be open-minded when I don't understand why someone's doing something a certain way because maybe they have information that I don't. You right. know, might do it a different way. But, yeah. So what, what would be one thing you would tell somebody that wanted to open their own business that they need to train for, be ready for, do in advance? What do you think? Be ready to be dedicated. Mm -hmm. um, it takes a lot of time. Um, it can get frustrating. But if you just be ready to be dedicated, make sure that's what you want to do, that's what you want to devote your time to because it becomes your life Yeah. Um, until things level out. Um, my suggestion is just get as much information as you can going in. Listen to people. Mm -hmm. um, 
that'd probably be it. Yeah, and so uh, because you own your business, that means you're super wealthy, right? That's no, that is like the everybody thinks that, and that is the fault. I since we've been open, I've yet to take a paycheck. We put everything back into that business. Everything. Well, I respect that. So yeah. I, people think I have all this money, right? Because I have so many businesses, but they don't realize that I get paid last, right? And so there are often, like as an example, in our restaurant, uh, the restaurant's been open now. Uh, let's see, fifteen or sixteen months, and uh, I have been paid a little bit. But nothing, nothing equals the time and money that I have put in the business. I haven't gotten money out yet that I put in, technically. So people think, but I'm there all the time, so they just assume, oh, you own a restaurant, you got all this money, right? right. There are weeks here at the law firm where I have all the staff, I have to pay them. Uh, I usually pay the partners before I pay myself, too. So a lot of times, I just won't get paid. It's just funny that now there are residual benefits, though. You know, like I go eat at my restaurant, so I don't have to. That's where my food is. Most of the time I go eat there, good or bad, because it's usually a lot of bourbon. But it's interesting that uh, everybody just assumes you got all this money. And, yeah, running a business is hard. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. you got to be devoted and dedicated. Yeah. So are you planning on careering firefighting, or are you going to eventually open another sign, Prince, or what's the plan? Uh, well, I'm, I'm not so sure that I'm going to be doing that full-time. Uh-huh. I'm really looking more into, like, emergency management, that kind of thing. Cool. Oh, it changes, though. I think he'll it be does. taking over the shop. That's our goal. I'm not going to say it's definitive by any means. It's Anything's a possibility. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, I appreciate that, yeah. Well, when I was your age, I had started being a deputy. I was a deputy right at 21, I think. And if you had told me at 21 that I was going to be a lawyer by, I think I, I was at 30. I went to law school in my 30s. If you had told me I was going to go to law school and be a lawyer, I said, you're an idiot. I said, there's no way and no interest in it. My grandfather had been a, a deputy. Me and Josh are brothers, so it's our granddaddy. He's my little brother. Oh, okay. Unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're actually, where'd you go to school? Uh, Mumford High School. Okay, well, my kids went to Covington because I have a kid right around your age, so you wouldn't have known it. Yeah, I did I did not think you were 21, though. Every time I look at you now and he says he's 21, I'm like, look at this. He's like a grown, grown A-man over here. And <laughs> well, that's good. Was it just the two of you that is up here running it, working? My husband is. He, somebody had to stay back and hold the shop down, and so me and him decided to come down here and do this with y'all. Yeah, well, I just mean regularly. This the three of you then that's in there from time to time? It's mostly me. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband does still work his other job in Memphis, um, so he works that during the day, and then when he gets off around 2.33, he'd come down here and help me, give me a little break. But usually it's just me, and then he'll come. If he's not working at the fire department, he'll come in if I'm real busy and help me. He's wonderful. He oh, knows and what to do. I guess I should say, so they brought me a, a gift. It's really going to be more for my wife. It's a <laughs> little vinyl sticker that says America with the Sasquatch holding a, <laughs> uh, an American flag. It kind of looks like our other brother, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> our middle brother, Justin, we talk about him all the time. He's actually been on here like once. Um, he's not like Josh. Josh and I both, we have our own businesses and are real loud and We'll brag about all kinds of stuff. Justin is not. He's he's real quiet, but he's a bigger than us. Justin's like he looks like me, but blonde. Well, bald now, and he's <laughs> what six three. Yeah, he's tall. He's and tall. he's probably two ninety three hundred pounds, big. And he it's has, not. He lost a little bit of weight. It's not. It's not fat either. Like he's just a big man. You know, he's a big old dude. But anyway, we talk about him all the time. He's super funny. I need to have him on here regularly. He's actually also a better person than me or Jerry are. Well, that's debatable. <laughs> well, but anyway, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was telling him um, earlier that my wife is the big 
Sasquatch uh, fan. Now, you said that you hinted, I don't know if you just, because I talk about randomness, but are y'all into that at all? I'm I'm open-minded. Uh-huh. I'm into Bigfoot. I've been scared of him since I was a kid. We used to go camping in Quarter Lane, Utah, mm-hmm. and, uh, or Idaho. I'm not sure which state it was, but I was terrified. Those My brothers used to tease me about it, and it's an interesting fact. You know, it's kind of fun to dabble in. I mean, who's to say he ain't out there, right? That's true. I mean, it's possible, I guess. I don't know. I've seen some dudes that look kind of like Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. I've seen a few of those. (laughs) Um, And then you mentioned the alien thing. Y'all into that at all? I am. You can count me out of (laughs) that. He said, I'm not going to say it with a guilt edge shirt on. I'm going to stay neutral. That that might be the mildest thing that's said with guilt edge around, you know? (laughs) We're always having a good time. (laughs) Good, good, good. I'm a... I, I like to learn um, and research it. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. We went to, me and my husband actually went to Area 51 last September. Stayed at Little Alien Inn out in Rachel. and Really? Kind of explored that and had a mild little heart attack as we got checked in there. We, um, I was already nervous because you hear all this stuff about UFOs and aliens and all that. So we were in and we were going to sit out there and sky watch. Uh-huh. Well, we're getting our bags out and all of a sudden this just line of lights just come out just right in front of us and of course I was terrified well little did we know we didn't realize it till the next morning we were looking at video it was just a Starlink satellite but as you're getting there and you're preparing for what you may and may not see that was like the first thing we seen and like it gave me a heart attack did you see anything while you were there not really not I mean the Milky Way was beautiful we got to see that that was clear um we did see like you know, you don't know if it's airplanes or not. You are by Area 51. It is a test site, so you don't know. But there were things that were moving a little faster than normal planes would. Um, but who knows what they were. You know? Well, you know, they had that uh, Colonel Favor guy uh, recently. Well, we'll say recently. It's now a couple years ago. Came out and said that uh, it was pretty much just common knowledge amongst the military, at least the, the Air Force, I guess, that uh, and the Navy that there were these unidentified flying objects that they would see and encounter regularly. And he even chased one of them. And they did stuff that, like, air airplanes can't do. So I was on um, the USS Carl Vincent uh, a month ago with my son. My son's in the Navy, and he's on the Carl Vincent. And they had this family day thing, family day cruise thing, where you could bring somebody on, and then the, the aircraft carrier would go out, and then they, would, they did an air show, and, had, and they landed and everything. It was really cool right in front of us. But the whole time I'm looking, I'm looking for these uh, these unidentified flying objects that uh, uh, they were talking about. I, I never saw anything. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'm very open to all that stuff. I, I think that I kind of like the Bigfoot thing. You know, the it's I, I don't know. I can't say it is or isn't. Right. You know, I don't know enough about all that. It's possible. There are definitely areas that we haven't explored. Uh, and I think that uh, it's arrogant of us to say that any of it is a definitive no. Just like ghosts right. and stuff. Like on a whole other, you know, we'll talk about all this weird stuff. So here, if y'all watch some of our older shows, uh, one of them, I forget which one it was. We'll have to go back and figure it out, Josh. But one of the ones I was on, because what number is this? 100 and what? This is like, oh, we're coming up on 130. So it's Okay, so yeah. Good. So we've done a bunch. And we got a bunch before that we didn't even count. But anyway, we'll be in here, and these doors will just open. And, like, they'll open against the springs, and then they'll, like, hang out there for a second and sometimes slam and sometimes not. It happens so often, I'll just ignore it now. Like yeah, it doesn't even, the, it doesn't even the, affect the me anymore. The chairs will even get pulled out. 
And before this was, we made this into this studio, this was uh, just storage. And it ran, we built this wall and everything. It just ran the length of where y'all walked through. And then my office is right here. Well, this, my office used to be a conference room. And then when my, my wife and I were first, we were, it seems to get frustrated when we start uh, messing with stuff. We start building stuff. It, mm-hmm. it seems to kick up whatever this is. Because before we were here, I didn't believe in any of this stuff. But <laughs> when we first were painting the conference room over here, my wife and I were there, and like one of the first things that happened is she goes, "Are you you wearing?" We both smelled a man's cologne, like super strong, and I, I don't wear cologne. And she goes, "Are you wearing cologne?" And I was like, "No, it's not me." And it was like just super strong. Well, the same week, because we were still moving and painting, we were up here late in what was my office, the other room over there, and we were both sitting there, and she's sitting across from me. Uh, she was doing work on her computer, I was on my computer. It's quiet. Doors are locked. Nobody else is here. Well, all of a sudden, we hear a man's boots walking down the hallway. And I thought it was my partner, Brian. And I'm telling you, it was as real as we both, and we didn't say anything. We both looked up at the door where the footsteps stopped at the door where we expected to see Brian. And there was nobody there. And then the door across from it slammed shut across from where the, the steps were. It's giving me chills talking about it. I know. So then me and her, we didn't say anything. We looked at each other. We both got up and we both left. Yeah. We just come out of there. And then uh, about a week after that, I was at the copier and there was some law books over on, because I'm up here late a lot. Uh, there's some law books up on the shelf and I was copying and one of the books kind of flew off the shelf. And I, I turned around and saw it. It wasn't like it just fell. It was like it had been pushed off. But I thought, oh, well, that, that's crazy for me to think it got thrown at me. So I'm just going to ignore it. So I turn back around, and next thing I know, I hear another one. And I go, I literally said, look, I'm leaving. Like, (laughs) I'm I'm good. So then Josh has got some friends that do paranormal investigations, and they came and did an investigation here and actually recorded some sounds that were pretty interesting. big, loud bang in the back that we got. So my point, though, was, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's it's, uh, ghosts or residual energy or what, but it's interesting to consider, you know. Well, you know, there's a lot of history on this square, and the energy's Mm got to go somewhere. Yeah. And we hear stuff in ours. You can ask Mandy. She Mm -hmm. was in here today. Um, I've been telling her about it, and she's not a big believer in it, you know, and I've been like, I'm telling you, you'll hear it. She got to see it today. We was in the back, and a pen just kind of come just right off the table onto the floor. And then my husband's been in there, and he said he thought he heard a little girl whispering. Mm. He thought it was, you know, maybe the girl upstairs. So he walked to the front lobby. It got louder. There was nothing there. But he heard a little girl whispering. So, But you got to think, there's a lot of history on this square. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, this was used, the back of this place, which when we get done, I'll show you guys. It was kind of our hangout area. The back of this place was a... uh, at one point where they would like unload feed and stuff. But I think before that it was used for other types of sales, if you know what I mean, <laughs> off the back there. Right. And um, yeah, so I don't know what did or didn't happen here. And I'm sure when there's significant psychic energy, you know, there's things that can be left behind. I don't know. Yeah. And then maybe it is like a ghost. I always thought that those kind of things were probably, if you're hearing voices or kind of seeing something that, Maybe it's like a, a rift in the energy there, and you're just seeing the shadow of something that happened, like a memory. But when stuff's like moving and being thrown at you, 
that's not cool. <laughs> right. No, that'll make you hurt yourself. Put yeah. Put a new door in the wall. <laughs> my wife said that uh, she, you know, I don't know if she wants me to say this or not, but she comes, sometimes claims that she's in tune with that stuff and kind of see it. Well, she claims she's seen the dude out of a corner of her eye, and it's a big dude that wears overalls, and he comes and stands behind me during the podcast. Oh, that's my why goodness. we. That's why we hear the doors is he'll come and just stand here while I'm doing the Gives me chills, too. I know. I just got goosebumps. Like, oh, my gosh. Now I'm looking over my shoulder. I know. I'm I'm looking at myself over there and seeing if a dude's standing there. Seeing his shadows. Yeah. I'm waiting for the door to open. Well, uh, uh, enough about our ghosts. Uh, So on your store again, when are you open and all that? When can people come visit you? We are open Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. Um, And Saturdays, we're doing appointment only. We've been so overwhelmed with vehicles, so we took off Saturday off the schedule, and we strictly letter vehicles on Saturdays. Vehicles? Mm -hmm. You said letter vehicles? Yeah. What what do you mean? We put decals on vehicles like um, partial wraps or vinyl lettering. Um, But we've done a few, like all the Whaley's trucks. Mm-hmm. You're looking at the girl. Okay. Um, we've done his uh, SMS. I've got a several people that we do, but we do all the lettering on their vehicles. So if I wanted to get a kicking lawyer or something on a vehicle, y'all could do that? Yep. Or if I yep. wanted to get a big fabricated mini pig and put it on top of a vehicle, you could do that? Whatever you want. <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> Whatever you want. We've got all kinds of business for you then. Uh, <laughs> Good. We can do it. So is there a website or do they just come in or call you? What's the best way to get a hold of you guys? Um, we do have a Facebook. We don't have a website at the moment, but we do have a Facebook. It's Sign Prince Dockery. Um, you can Google us, click the website. It'll take you straight to the web um, to our Facebook page. Um, or you can give us a call. It's 901-837-6384. Or you can even email us at signprince with a Z dot TN at gmail.com. Nice. Well, if you need a website, oh, Josh over there at just, Masonite Marketing. I, he beat me by two seconds. Yeah, we'll be glad <laughs> to help you, you out. need one. I do need one, actually, so that that works out great. Yeah, he'd be glad to help you. Okay, Josh great. Mason at Masonite Digital Marketing. That's right. Yes. Yeah. This half of this show is just us promoting our own business. <laughs> so so he's got to do it, right? When I was, in, I was in San Diego, and a couple of the guys there apparently listened to the, the podcast. Because it's nice. we don't so we have it on Facebook Live and they can watch the playbacks there, but then it goes on YouTube and the audio format goes on Apple iTunes and uh, Spotify and all that, so you can listen to it as a podcast, uh, audio podcast too. Anyway, so I sent some uh, merchandise out there a year or so ago, and and so a lot of Alex's buddies, my son, watch the show. Anyway, one of them when I was there on the boat, he was talking about the show and he he watched it a lot apparently because he was referencing <laughs> stuff I didn't even remember, but he was That's saying bad. that uh yeah he was saying that his favorite part is that I promote myself on everything we do. <laughs> he's like he's like all your ads are you, which is not true. A couple of those are not me, but uh he was like I was like hey I read a book when I was your age. And it was called um, uh, Brag, The Art of Tooting Your Own Horn Without Blowing It, is what it was. Now, there's a, it's, it's arguable that I just blow it all the time. But it basically <laughs> was talking about how if you're the best at what you do, why is it wrong to let people know, sometimes tactfully, that you're the best? Because if not, you're just sitting there waiting on your phone to ring, and they don't know. You know, so like... There are some key things I'm very good at, and I tell people that I'm very good at them. And it's not uh, it's not bragging if it's true. Right. So, you know what I mean? Right. I don't brag about being a good firefighter. I don't know about that. Okay? <laughs> so anyway, it's a good book to read for business people because a lot of people struggle with that uh, self promotion. Yeah. And you know, you, if you if it's not lying to the customer, you intend to do what you say. I, I don't. I personally just don't have a problem with it. So. No. no. But anyway. 
All right, well, Tristan and Jacqueline, right? Yes. Well, thank you guys for being on the show. Um, I hope everybody will check you out. I think we'll definitely do some business together. I'm very interested in the T-shirt idea I have. Okay. Yeah, because we're not going to be able to make the shirts I want in the little... I've got, like, just one sublimation press. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it was mostly going to be for my taekwondo school, the restaurant, and my firm, and kicking lawyer stuff. But I want some fancy ones that I can mass market to really... My target audience is lawyers, so... Okay. We'll do okay. something like that. Gotcha. But thank you for taking the time out. Thank you. We appreciate you having us. Good luck with the business. Thank Good you. luck uh, helping people and not being a bad <laughs> cop and all that. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Yeah. yeah. We'll another podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I thank all of you for watching us. Don't forget to like, follow, subscribe to the content. This is the part where I brag about all my businesses. <laughs> don't, don't forget that we're on TikTok. I think we're working on 23,000 followers on TikTok, and uh, we haven't even gotten to do dances yet, so that's good. <laughs> and then N.A., the band, Inside My Head, the album is out. It's free. That's my son's band. That's why I talk about them all the time. Okay. Anyway, they're performing June 9th in Humboldt. Go to their uh, Facebook page, and you can buy tickets. They're like 10 bucks just to support those guys. And see, that's not my business. Michelle <laughs> Allen with Cry Like Realtors has been a longtime sponsor of the show. Uh, she's your go-to if you're going to buy, sell, rent, lease real estate. And like I said, she is a nice person because she sponsors the show. Now, this is one of my businesses. Mason's High Octane Martial Arts is located in Covington. Been open since 93, creating world champions, black belts, martial arts, MMA guys. Uh, just visit masonsmartialarts.com. The Cellar Restaurant Prohibition Bar. Tuesdays is trivia. Wednesdays is whiskey and wine specials. Thursdays is ladies night. Friday, Saturday, live music. We have brunch now on Saturday, Sunday. So make sure you come check us out Grill at the Cellar. Grill and chill on Saturdays. Grill and chill. $15, yeah. You get a beer and a, a meal. Masonite Digital Marketing. We were just talking about Josh. He'll help you with your email stuff, your uh, social media, your website design, all that stuff. He'll help you. Just visit masonitemarketing.com. And last but not least, the Covington Comic Con, which is, again, one of my businesses, is uh, returning to Covington August 12th and 13th. We are accepting sponsorships on that now, and we can set up an appearance uh, for you at your business with Budget Batman, and uh, everybody will come make fun of him, and it'll be a lot of fun. So um, if you're interested in that, let us know. So anyway, we'll see you guys next Tuesday, hopefully again. I think we've got a band next Tuesday. I think Lennox uh, Creek is joining us. Yeah, I think they haven't completely confirmed, but yeah. Yeah, that, they, they had cornered me at the music thing and uh, wanted to do it. So anyway, we'll see you guys next Tuesday. Keep kicking. <laughs>